Hello, this is John Pear again with episode 17 of Pear's Poetry Podcast, mainly romantic. Once more, our first poem, poem is a sort of sonnet, in that it has 14 lines, though no particular metre and no rhymes, which I wrote in early December 2015. Caroline and I had met in person for the first time less than six months earlier, but time wasn't on our side. By the time this was written, she was already 61 and I was 68. She was living and working in Liverpool and I was down in Herefordshire. I tended to communicate by poem. This is number 65 in a sequence that now exceeds 350. I miss my love. Six days apart and I miss my love and have done since day one. I miss her voice, her laugh, her scent. I miss her skin, her feel, her hair, the softness of her, and that she loves my touch. I miss her touch too, her gentleness, her art of touching so it stimulates, it thrills, it excites. I miss her response to me, her sensuality, her sexiness. I miss our sharing time, a drink, a meal, a bed. I miss our communication, mental, verbal, physical. I miss her intellect, her competence, her quick mind. I miss her vulnerability, her openness, her honesty, her self-doubt. I miss her warmth, her support, her compliments. I just miss her being around to love and to be loved by me. My second poem also has 14 lines, this time with more metre and a rhyming scheme. I think it was an exercise suggested by Stephen Fry's useful book, The Ode Less Travelled, but I found I have sorted it into miscellaneous. Nuisance calls. The phone is ringing several times per hour and often does it when I'm in the shower. Whoever rings me does not leave a clue of who they are or what they want to do. I have a friend who rings me quite a lot, but she would leave a message like snot. The office likewise wants me to ring back, and also tries my mobile to keep track if I can do a run that no one can, as long as client can get in my van. So who are all the others ringing me? Sometimes I'm home, my time is fairly free. I answer one or two who want to know if I've had PPI, or whiplash blow. Our third poem in this episode is again one about nature, by and large. It is also from my sequence of poems written to, for, or about Caroline, but in September 2020, number 333. Bringsty is a local common, administered by a manorial court. I didn't realise such things still existed in this day and age. Bringsty. We walked up the hill from the van to the oak coppice at the top. Although we had been there before, we were again thrilled by the view. A 180-degree vista centred on the Mulvans, cool enough to avoid haze, so clear and sharp. Below us were fields and farmsteads, old as the hills themselves, but now using modern machinery and few workers. How times have changed in that regard! But in many ways, how little has changed. 
cows and sheep safely graze peacefully. The seasons move on, not so differentiated in these days of climate change, but still ploughing, drilling, weed control, harvest, rotation of crop planning for next year and repeat again and again, generation after generation, nature regenerating. We felt blessed and happy with our lot. As I indicated at the end of episode 16, the abroad section will, for perhaps three episodes, hark back to a family holiday in a friend's finca up in the hills of the Sierras, just inland from the southern coast of Spain in 1983. We went by car and we took three weeks, half a week travelling down, half a week back, and two weeks in the property, with a number of excursions within Andalusia. I'll spare you the purely travelogue parts, though they are in rhyming couplets. Those are broken up by three pieces in differing metres, the first of which is about France. Dear France. Dear France, two years a stranger to me, you spell no danger to me now. I slip back to your rhythm with great ease. You grant a welcome to me with these guard of honour poplar trees. Your long straight root, which undulate, bid me within you some time to perambulate. How? I wish to drive down your straight roads at leisure, drift down your broad riviere with pleasure, taste of your gastronomic treasure. Dear France, I love your stately beau chateau. Along those broad slow rivers, des grands bateaux, sao. Through drowsy villages we pass, old men by bar tabacks with glass in hand play bull without a blade of grass. To wide green fields with buttercups golden, vineyards and flat valleys that enfold them I bow. Steep gorges with castles perched precarious, mountains both beautiful and nefarious I love above all your characters various, dear France. That's all for this week. I hope we can meet over episode 18 shortly. Goodbye.